If you haven't heard about Anchor by Spotify, it's the easiest way to make a podcast with everything you need all in one place. Let me explain. Anchor has the tools to allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast on listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and more. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is totally free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Well, hello, hello. Welcome, everybody. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Your saltwater guy, Captain Dave Hanson, with a good one for you today. Gang, today we're going to go off the beaten path. We're going to do story time right now. It's got to do with fishing, but it's a phenomenal story. I forgot all about it. I didn't even tell this story back during the uh, the shutdowns a year and a half or two years ago when we first started this whole thing. I didn't even tell this story. So this is fresh. I don't think any of you have ever heard it before. This uh, goes way back, 2006. We were doing the, uh, we were the very first boat to ever do the um, hoop netting. People paying us to go hoop netting. Back in 2006, I teamed up with 976 Tuna, Phil Friedman, and we started uh, promoting this hoop netting. I take uh, six people hoop netting, $100 a person, give you all the beer you can drink, all the pizza you can eat. We'd go hoop netting inside of Long Beach and L.A. Harbor. And it was because we needed to do it because back then the price of fuel shot up to $5 a gallon for diesel. And uh, we were fishing tuna all summer long, chasing those dolphins. And it was just really, really hard to make a living. So we didn't know what to do come along, come winter. So we started this hoop netting thing. And I teamed up with back then Phil Freeman owned 976 Tuna. So I teamed up with him and we started doing these hoop net charters in our uh, open party hoop net trips in Long Beach Harbor. $100 a a person, six people, and we take you out hoop netting in Long Beach Harbor. That was in 2006. That's a long flipping time ago. But we were doing okay. We were starting to catch some lobsters. My wife caught that 18 pound lobster and we caught a 15 pounder. We caught some nice 10 pounders. Things were starting to happen for us. Things were going good. We were running on lots of trips. And so we were running a lot of hoop net trips back in 2006. No one had ever heard of it before. We were the only boat doing it. You can go back and ask if somebody else was doing it. They forgot to tell anybody, but we were doing it. 2006, taking people hooping. And we got the hype going pretty good. And we were uh, pretty active on social media, even though social media wasn't what it is today. Definitely wasn't what it is for your saltwater guide like it is today. We get a million views a day right now. It's pretty mind-boggling. Back then, we were just picking away, and Phil Freeman had that 976 tuna. So we were using Philip all the time. I was calling in throughout the day, talking about the hoop net trips and this and that, and what was going on and how we were catching. And we were doing like three call-ins a day, trying to build the hype up. And uh, some guys... Some firemen in long in uh, Arizona heard the show, heard us talking about it, and decided they wanted to come out and go hoop netting. So they drove from Arizona to meet us. We were going to leave the dock at four o'clock, and back then we were running out of uh, Huntington Harbor. And just to be honest with you, I was kind of a bad guy back in the day, and I ran illegal charters out of Huntington Harbor. I'm just being honest. 
I would never condone that and I would never do it today. I was, it was a different time, different world back then. And I was running illegal charters. So we had to pick our people up at different docks inside of Huntington Harbor. You weren't supposed to do charters out of there. So I was picking my guys up all the way back in the back corner by the Harbor patrol office, or excuse me, by the lifeguard office in the Huntington Yacht Club. They have like a little lawn tramp back there and they got a big parking lot and you could pick your people up at that parking lot in it. And no one knew. And I was doing that and I told these guys from Arizona, meet me in that parking lot. I'm going to pick you guys up at that dock and we would pull in there. Back then, Jeff from the Dana Point Bait Barge, he was my deckhand. Him and I were doing these trips on the boat. 46 foot Bertram uh, and we were doing them out of Huntington Harbor. So I'm telling you all this backstory so I can tell you the front part. If you don't have the front back, you won't have the front. So uh, these guys drove all the way from Arizona, firemen, six of them, because that's all we could carry on the boat were six people. They chartered the boat for the night and they came all the way from Arizona to go try this hoop netting thing. Back then, there, it wasn't a big deal like it is now, so. They were very excited. They showed up. We pulled over to that dock at the Huntington Beach Yacht Club. And it was minus tide this after that afternoon. Minus, minus tide. The tide was super duper low back there, but still plenty of water for us to get in and out of the dock there. But these guys came down the dock and they were all excited. They had an ice chest full of beer. They were super excited. They drove all the way from Arizona. They were fired up going hoop netting. And we were catching lobsters. We were really wailing on them. There was some weather and the lobsters were crawling. So everybody was excited. These guys got on the boat, excited to meet me, excited to meet Jeff, excited to see the boat and do all the things that were. We were all excited about it. We kind of showed them around the boat a little bit, showed them the hoop net, showed them what we were going to do, talked about it a little bit, and then it was time to leave. We Remember, it's super minus tide. So we get off. Un, Jeff unties the boat. I get, I'm get. i kind of excited, too. These guys are fired up. A bunch of firemen. I, I'm way into people that take care of me. So these guys were very, very straight up bitching guys. So. We were excited, needless to say. So I uh, tried to uh, do a little hot dog move and put the port engine in reverse and the starboard engine in forward and kind of gunned it a little bit to kind of spin the boat around trying to, and I learned a valuable lesson. This is when I learned it's super important to go slow. And I gunned it a little bit, spun that boat around and all of a sudden both engines shut off at the exact same time. I'm like, what the heck? What is going on here? Both engines shut down. I'm like, shit, we just had changed the fuel filters a day before. I've never seen this happen before. Usually they surge when they're starving for fuel. So I run down the, now we're in the middle of the bay in Huntington Harbor, in the very back corner. If you know where the lifeguards park, if you know where the Huntington Beach um, Yacht Club is, you'll know where I'm at. So I'm out there drifting in that in that little turnaround area there. And it's not going to be very long. The wind's kind of blowing out of the southeast, so it's not going to be very long. I'm going to be over in all the yachts over on the uh, on uh, Trinidad Island. So 
I run down into the engine room and I look and I'm looking at the fuel filters and they're all full of fuel. The, uh, I'm like, what the hell? I run back upstairs. I'm looking. I don't see anything. I start the boat back up again. I put it in gear. Both engines shut off again immediately. I'm like, God, now we're starting to really get over there onto Trinidad. We're drifting. Now we're on a 46-foot Bertram, and I cannot move. And if I drop the anchor, I know, so, oh, drop the anchor. Well, if I drop the anchor, the ass end of the boat's going to swing around and go slamming into those yachts. So I'm like, I don't have any time. Run back downstairs, look around a little bit, tell all the guys, everybody, get on the starboard side. Jeff and all six of the firemen, get on the starboard side of the boat. We're going to be drifting into these other boats. There's nothing I can do. I swear, I don't. I know you know way more about driving boats than I ever will, but there's nothing I can do. We're powerless, and we're drifting into these other yachts. Everybody spread out from the bow to the stern, eight of us, Jeff and myself and the six firemen. As we come in, sliding into these yachts, everybody grabs a, a bow pulpit. So we got five boats we're holding on to. All holding on to these things. A little bit of southeast wind, but not too bad. Now we're stopped, okay? Now I know we're going to be okay. We're stopped. We didn't hit anything. No one crashed into nothing. Nothing bad's happened, we're, but everybody's got to hold on. So I go to their ice chest. I start getting them beers out of the ice chest. I'm handing the firemen beers. They're holding the the yacht with one hand and drinking a beer with the other. I'm trying to bring it down as much as I can because I have no idea what's going on. This is a charter and I'm in charge and it's, I have no idea why the boat won't run. I go back upstairs. I try it one more time. I put it in gear. Engines both shut off. I'm like, we got something wrapped in the propellers. That's all this can be. Something is wrapped in the propellers. So I get on the radio and on channel 16 and I call vessel assist and then I get a phone number and we talk on the telephone and I tell them, Hey, I need a guy. If you're coming vessel assist, I need a diver. I need a, I don't have, I have a, I have nothing on the boat for diving. I don't know why we normally had everything on the boat. We have nothing on the boat for some reason. All my dive gear is not on the boat. That never happened again either, but for some reason, no dive gear on the boat. So Vessel assist comes. We're all still hanging on. Firemen are a couple beers in, just hanging on, doing the very best they can. And these guys are super cool. They understand stuff happens. They're firemen. They know. So they're they're all good with this. We're all having a good time, doing the best we can, waiting for the vessel assist guy. He pulls up, ties off to our stern, puts his dive gear on, jumps in the water. Now it's a little dusk. It's not black, but it's dusk. So it's when he gets under the boat, it's hard to see. He gets under the boat and he looks and he comes right back up and he goes, hey, Hanson, you got a hoop net wrapped in your props. I'm all, I got a hoop net wrapped in the props. What are you talking about? Now, remember, it's minus tide. And I'm like, what do you mean? I don't have a hoop net. I got all my hoop nets are right here. All 10 of them are right here on the deck. I don't have a hoop net in my props. I guarantee you that. He goes, well, give me the flashlight. I give him a dive light. We happen to have one of those. I hand him the dive light. He goes back underneath the boat. And he comes back up. And he says, you're not going to believe this. But you have a mattress. In both propellers are wrapped with a mattress. And, they're, and it's wrapped around your rudders. I'm a mattress? Come on. There's no gun. 
There's no mattress. He goes, give me your fillet knife. I hand him the fillet knife. He goes back down, down there for a minute or so. He comes back up with a piece of pillow top that he cut off the mattress. This piece of pillow top's about four feet by six feet. It's humongous because this mattress is a California king size mattress. I'm all, you got to be pooping me. There's no way. He goes, no, you got to see it. You got to see it. So I, the water's 56 degrees or whatever, but I got to go see what the hell he's talking about. So I grab his mask and his snorkel and I just jump in the water and I, cause I I'm fired up now. I'm pissed. There's no way there's a mattress in our propellers. I come back up and I'm like, you gotta be, it's a mattress gang. And if you can imagine a mattress with all the springs and then the, the, the hard, the hard metal frame, it's an old mattress. So it's got the hard metal frame around the edges. And then it's got a zillion springs inside of it. What happened was when I pivoted the boat and I gave it throttle to spin it around to look all bitching, I sucked that mattress right up off the bottom of the bay, sucked it right up into our running gear, right into the propellers. And when it hit the propellers, it exploded and all those springs went whammo all over. They were wrapped around the rudders. They were wrapped around both shafts. They were wrapped around both propellers to where you couldn't even see the propellers. I'm not even kidding you. So I came out of the water, I got on the boat, I explained to the firemen what was going on. There's no way we're going to make this trip. I told them, you guys can spend the night on the boat, you can hang out, you can fish off the back of the boat, you can do whatever. I looked at the vessel as this guy, I said, can you get our boat back in the dock? Because there's nothing I can do. I'm powerless right here. There is, and it's the worst feeling in the world, but there is nothing I can do. I have a flipping California king size mattress wrapped around both shafts, both propellers and both rudders. And there, there is no way out of this thing. So the guys, they're bummed. Because remember, they drove all the way from Arizona. They're bummed. Hey, wait a minute. Baja Jerky, I forgot. Today's Baja Jerky. Don't forget Baja Jerky. Go to BajaJerky.com. Put in the code YSWG and the number 30. You'll save 30% on the products. This cool seasoning, salt, the Baja beef sticks. You got to go to Baja Jerky. Put in the code YSWG and the number 30. I'm going to keep going with the story. But don't forget BajaJerky.com. Also, we got a good contest coming up. So don't leave the show before it's over. So back to our story. So the vessel assist guy tows the boat over to the dock, shoves it in the dock. We get in the dock. I set up some rods for the guys and I take off to my house to go get my dive gear. And I can't even believe it. It's like nine o'clock at night. I'm so pissed. I get to my house. I get all the dive gear. I run back down to the boat, jump in the water with the flashlight. And I look and there's no flipping way I'm getting this thing out. I thought maybe I could mess around with it a little bit. Maybe we could hoop net the last three or four hours of the night before it gets light. Because these guys drove all the way from Arizona. There's no way I'm getting this thing off, gang. You have no idea how many springs are inside of an old-style mattress. It is absolutely mind-boggling. I am wait till the next day we get... Firemen get off the boat. I got a hacksaw, a pair of tin snips, a pair of dikes, and and a hacksaw. And I go underneath the boat, 
And I literally went through two full tanks of air. And then for the last hour, I was just taking breaths, holding my breath and going back under there. It took me almost four hours to cut this damn mattress out, gang. It was the most unbelievable thing. You can't even comprehend how gnarly this was. And it's not a story because my wife, I was telling, I was talking about this the other night at dinner. That's what gave me the idea to tell the story. My wife, Kelly, was listening to me on Let's Talk, our 976 tuna on Phil's show. When I was done, I told everybody that I had full limits of a mattress that night trying to hoop net. You can't, yeah, I had bolt cutters too, sorry. And I had a pair of bolt cutters, but they would do nothing for that frame, that frame wire. It wouldn't do nothing in the little tiny pieces of uh, spring. It wouldn't, it had to be tin snips or, or uh, wire cutters, dikes. It took forever, but we got it all out. No damage to the props, no damage to the shafts, no damage to the rudders. But it was the most unbelievable thing I'd ever seen in my life. I, I know you guys have all seen way crazier stuff and done way more gnarlier stuff. And you would have got out of it way easier than I did. But that was the best I could do. And back then, I hadn't been doing this that long. I'd only been doing it for 34 years for a living. Not like now where it's 49 years. So I didn't really know much about what to do with a mattress in your shafts and your propellers. But I'd made the best. And I got it out of there and we saved the boat. Didn't lose nothing. Didn't crash into anything. But what an unbelievably crazy night. Just crazy. Full speed mattress fishing, man. I can't even believe it. Listen, gang, don't forget our store. Your Saltwater Guide. Those of you on uh, Spotify and Apple Podcast, I'm wearing the Your Saltwater Guide shirt right now. It's the logo that you see everywhere. I have a phenomenal amount of shirts at my sh store. You can log on to your saltwater guide, go to the store, check it out, order up shirts, hats, coffee cups, mugs. The shirts have all kinds of cool sayings on the back, a bunch of Davisms. You got to check it all out. It's it's holiday time. It's time to get some of this, these uh, shirts or hats or mugs or stickers. Get some of this stuff, send it to your loved ones. Get maybe for yourself. Check out the store. Gang, this is open for everybody. Everybody from today until February 1st is going to be entered into this unbelievable, unbelievable giveaway. I don't, you can go to the store. You can get some stickers, hats, mugs. Everybody's name will be entered into this bag. And then on February 1st, Kelly's going to pick the name out of the hat. And we are going to give you a all expense paid tuna trip on bowline sport fishing with Justin Botrell. He was whacking these tuna on the Mad Max, making videos for us and everything all season long. Well, Justin's come together with your saltwater guide, and we're going to give away this unbelievable day of tuna fishing to one lucky winner. Go to our store and check out all our cool products. All right? And that'll get you entered into the contest. The more, the more times you check it out, the more chances you have. So go over there and check out the store, your saltwater guide, the store.
check it all out and then keep an eye out for February 1st. Don't fall asleep. We will give this trip away. We give stuff away all the flipping time. So check out our store, your saltwater guide. Those of you on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, it's not hard to find us. Just Google your saltwater guide. I show up everywhere. Like I said, I get millions of views. So it's not hard to find me. Everybody can participate in this contest. Everybody can participate. We will know if you visited the store. We will know. We will know. We will know. Visit my store. Check it out. Lots of cool stuff. No purchase necessary, but I can't imagine you wouldn't buy anything. Go over there and check out the store. Check out these cool shirts. Check out all the bitchin' designs, coffee cups, hats, all kinds of stuff. Don't forget the Pacific Coast Sport Fishing Show. The 2nd, 3rd, 4th, and 5th of March will be there. Bowline Sport Fishing will be in the booth. Also, Justin will be there booking trips. We'll be given a phenomenal discount for the Bowline Sport Fishing. If you book at the show, you're going to get a great... Oh, and on that trip on that we're giving away, I am going on the trip. I am flying up from Cabo. I am going. We're going to schedule that trip around the fishing. So not only do you get to go on the boat, you're going to win that cool prize. I am personally going to be on the boat. I am going to be fishing with you, hanging out, shooting the baloney with you. Justin will be there as the captain with his crew. I'm not going to be participating in the working part, but I will be hanging out with you and your three other friends because there's four people are allowed on this trip. What an awesome deal. I know. Who wants to hang out with me on a boat? That sucks. I can't even imagine anybody would. How do you find the store? Your Saltwater Guide. The YourSaltWaterGuide.com. You go to YourSaltWaterGuide.com, and that's how you enter my store. YourSaltWaterGuide.com. We're going to give away this trip. Follow us. Look at all this cool stuff we've given away over the years. We've given away charters on the Helena. We've given away charters on bowline sport fishing. But we've never given away a tuna trip. This is going to be unreal. It's going to be great. I would put the value at this at around four grand because of the price of fuel and everything else and where that tuna goes and how hard it is to find. So go check out the store at yoursaltwaterguide.com. Check out my store. And you may even find some stuff in there that you want for the holidays. And you can get it now, get it delivered straight to your house. And then that trip, you're going to get qualified just for visiting the store. We, we can track everybody that visited the store. It's real simple. Will it help if you buy something? What do you think? <laughs> what do you think? All right. Your saltwater guide. I will be here tomorrow. We'll be back on track for a great seminar tomorrow. Tomorrow, we're going to delve into the lobster thing because that's what's going on right now is uh, lobster fishing. And we've been doing it at a very high level for a very long time. So we're going to delve back into that. And then don't forget on Friday, we're going to do our um, text the show and ask me questions. But Tomorrow we'll do a nice little lobster seminar for you. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for all being a part of. I hope you enjoyed that story. Kelly told me I needed to tell that story because she thought it was pretty unbelievable, and it was. I'll tell you what, I've never seen nothing like it before. Have a great day. Be kind to each other. Turn off the news. They're all lying, and I'll see you tomorrow.